Our topic today will be the Lubera strawberry families. Welcome to Gardeners Radio by Lubera Edibles, the podcast for professional gardeners. We are talking about edible plants. My name is Frederik Vollert and at Lubera Edibles, I'm responsible for product development. My guest today is again Markus Kobold, founder of Lubera and also co-founder of Lubera Edibles. Markus, since how many years do you or Lubera is breeding strawberries? About 15 years. Uh, it's a little bit uh, untypical crop for us because it's not a woody plant. We started with woody plants, with apples, uh, uh, currants, raspberries, and then only started with, uh, with uh, uh, strawberries. So it's perhaps in, in our crops we are we have active breeding programs. Perhaps it's best it's more to compare with tomatoes and potatoes <laughs> and things like that because it's a it's a non woody in this case perennial plant like rhubarb for example and uh, so it's a little bit atypical when you think about berries and berries is also at the roots of our company because Lubera is lustful and berries. Lou Bera, uh, that was uh, was the reason to found our company name, uh, which is an artificial name. Uh, berries are at, at, at the roots of our company, and uh, when you think berries, you automatically think strawberries. But strawberry isn't a, a real berry. Yes, no, I know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. As a gardener, you're right. And uh, you would. Would know the, uh, uh, the 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 real English name for it? Ha! Now I have. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, so no, it's not a real berry, but think people and consumers are more important than uh, botanics, uh, and uh, they will decide these are berries and these are yes. the berries. Yes, of course. And um, and so uh, yeah, that's the reason. And uh, we saw that in, in strawberries is perhaps the biggest difference between what the consumer would like and what is produced by breeding. Yeah? Because it's such a soft fruit. That's not a name for berries, <laughs> soft fruit. It's such a soft fruit. And transportation is so important. It be becomes more and more important in these days, from south to north, from west to east and so on. And uh, people want to have strawberries the whole year in the supermarket. And so you have and had to produce um, strawberries which are really good for transport, good for picking, high in, uh, in kilograms, but not really good to eat. There are some outstanding varieties still and also breeders who are reorienting to the quality, but in the total, yes, uh, a variety which is more an apple than a, uh, uh, and a strawberry cannot be a soft <laughs> fruit. Yes. Uh, so, what is um, the special thing of your uh, strawberry breeding method? Or strawberry? No, breeding? it's it, it's just conventional uh, crossbreeding, and uh, we we concentrated on the on the on the quality side of crosses with very old varieties and with. Uh, 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 Fragaria Vesca and Fragaria Vescana varieties, uh, also uh, uh, 
forest strawberry varieties, European strawberry forest varieties. You know, the, the Norma's garden strawberry is by no means European. It's fifty percent American, North American, and fifty percent South American. South American. And uh, so we brought and rebrought in the the, the European uh, uh, forest strawberry as a Vesca and Vescana types. Why What was it? The, 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 because we we saw it and see it as a, a, a very important ingredient of strawberry uh, quality that you don't have only the eating quality in in the mouth but also in the nose. So, which is a perfume you are uh, experiencing when you in the end of, of, of the eating process. And that's also the reason that uh, most of our uh, uh, garden strawberries we have named uh, perfume strawberries because we have this typical taste of forest strawberries. Yeah. And uh, how do you think, how successful was your breeding till now? And I know you can. Uh, I'm a little biased. <laughs> yeah. I'm biased, and uh, you know, it's not very successful. Yeah, you would. It's very successful for us. Our company is producing 100% our own Lubero varieties, and we have the proof that they are working. We are selling about one million plants, and uh, that's not bad. Most of it online. And uh, this is quite a number. Uh, but we weren't till now very successful to bring it to other producers. So, and it, it, especially for Lubero edibles. So we are very successful in, in, in raspberries and blackberries and currants and whatever. But strawberry still, we started only about two, three years ago, but it's a little orphan crop for us. <laughs> so it's not really going on. And we think what is good or very good for Lubero.com could also be good for other companies. Yes. If you want to have something different, yeah, that's also the thing. If you want to have a standard strawberry, uh, which is like others and not nothing special, that's it, no problem. But if you want to have something special, exclusive, more worth for you and for your customers, then choose uh, Lubera type uh, strawberries. So at, at the intro, I said uh, we talk about Lubera um, strawberry families. And so what is the special thing of, um, of, of these families? What, what, what families have and what is the uh, USP of these families? In general, you can say we have the perfume strawberries. These are, in principle, the garden strawberries. And there we have two strains. Uh, once we have the one-time bearing, June bearing varieties, which have the whole crop in June. Yeah. So the plant is developing in... In the, in the short day or shorter becoming days in summer, autumn, it's developing the, the small starting uh, bloomlets, which are, not, which are not developing because they are blocked. They are only de-blocked by the winter cold. And, uh, and uh, these are then starting in spring, developing blooms and developing fruits. So all fruit you will have within two to four weeks in um, end of May, June, beginning of July. That's important if you want to have one strawberry season in your garden. You want to have enough strawberries to do some marmalade or cooking or whatever. Then you must have, in the end, you must have a one-time bearing strawberry variety. If you want to have, and you can have this one-time bearing strawberry variety for several years, so it will do the same next year. It makes sense. 
since since to have them of about two to three years after three years the the fruits are becoming too small mm -hmm. and too many but it, it it isn't worth anymore so then you should uh, plant uh, new ones but three years is possible and then we have the ever time varieties or ever bearing varieties which are uh, the whole season producing new blooms the blooms are developed are starting to grow and then they are pollinized and uh, they're becoming fruits. So there is no blocking uh, of the blooms within the plant. And there you have always between May and September, October, you will have fruits, but not many at the same time. So that is good. When you look at nowadays gardens, in general, the second type, this ever-bearing type is more interesting because you have more the garden at a leisure place, as a place to enjoy your life, to to eat this and that, and not really as a as a replacement for the supermarket. <laughs> so uh, it's more interesting to have here and there a strawberry. Uh, but of course, if you like cooking, if you like making your own marmalades and whatever, then you should plant the one-time bearing varieties. And then we have a second, general second type, not the garden strawberry, but the pot strawberries. And these, of course, are ornamental ones, which have also nice fruits, pink to red blooms and uh, these are always uh, uh, always uh, ever bearing because as ornamental plant you would like to have the blooms the whole year and not only three weeks as in normal strawberries and uh, there we are working to make them better eating because the, the, the pink blooms are coming from uh, uh, interspecific cross between strawberries and potentillas Potentillas have not really nice <laughs> eating berries, and so that's the the that's the past we are working up to, and uh, we, we we try to make them better. I think the best variety which we have at the moment, which is even a garden variety now, an ever-bearing garden variety now, is daily rose. Mm -hmm. So it's. Uh But but I know uh, a daily rose. It's a ve very delicious one. Mm. But it's also an, uh, uh, it's a it's a bright bright uh, pink. pink, one, pink. Yes. It has both. Yeah. So it's not. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. yeah. It's, What is your experience with uh, with uh, uh, with uh, uh, double pleasure varieties? Uh, I have uh, good have good good experience with double pleasure. So um, the double pleasure family in the strawberries are, as it says, double pleasure. Uh, it's a two two time pleasure. One pleasure is a nice flower, and one pleasure is a, a nice eating quality. Uh, as Marcus said, uh, the uh, the pink of uh, the pink color of of the flowers came from Potentilla, and These also normally make uh, pink flowering strawberries not very good, not very tasty. And now these uh, double pleasure varieties are very tasty. It, not, not on the level as the uh, tuned bearing white flowering varieties, but close. Mm. And yeah, so yeah um, on the double pleasure side, we have three varieties or four varieties if uh, if we include uh, daily rose so the uh, first one is um, double pleasure hanging pink wonder it's a very a very intense uh, uh, pink color of, of, of the flowers 
and it uh, make very, very fast runners and the runners are blooming again. So the, you, you have you put it um, uh, the best way to produce double pleasure hanging pink wonder is in a hanging basket and you have a lot of runners and a lot of flowers on it. It's very, very, very likeful. On the other one is um, standing pink wonder. The flowers are more upright. It's not so so vigorous, I can say. It's more the whole plant is more upright, but it's also um, re reflowering at, at the runners. And the the third one is uh, double pleasure happy eyes. It's a very nice color. The uh, general color of the Flowers are it's a light red, it's, it's a light pink, and uh, the petals in the middle are has, has a intense dark eye, so that's why we call it happy eyes. And the last one is uh, again the double pleasure daily rose, which is also good for uh, planting out in the garden as uh, plant, planting in, in, in a row as, uh, as, as a garden, garden crop. When is the best time uh, you are also uh, working with uh, some of our clients, also with us? When is the best time to pot a strawberry out of in vitro production like we do it? Uh, like you do, you do it um, in the second uh, half of summer um, with, with our in vitro plug. So it's, uh, I have to say, uh, the vitro plug is uh, produced to order. So it's not what we have um, normally in in the stock, and then uh, you can make out of out of seeds in vitro plug. You can make uh, uh, a, a six or ten pack. You can make a nine to twelve centimeter pot, but you also can make uh, a five liter pot. But you have to use uh, two or three young plants, and in the When you put uh, when you pot the young plants in the second half of summer, the sh the shorter daylight uh, with the shorter daylight you have much less runners on the plant. So that's why uh, we advise to we advise uh, to to uh, to pot the young plants in late summer or. Um, Uh, the other way around is uh, to pot an early spring and uh, just an, a normal young plant. An overwinter plant normally? Or? An, yeah. a no normally an overwintered plant. Um, there we normally have only the, um, the ever-bearing varieties, so they don't need to um, establish the, the flowers in, in, the, in the short day. So you can pot it directly. And you will have also immediately some yeah. hours. Mm. And this is just a, a short production. Mm. Pot it in a maybe a 12 centimeter pot. Just mm. pot, pot it in early spring and sell it in May, June. So it's... it's, it's five, six weeks, yeah. six, seven weeks later. It's a, it's, it's a very short production. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had... Uh, talked about young plants, young plants qualities. So now what 
do you think will be the future of the garden strawberry? Yes, because the needs of the industry are so clear. Huge crops, longer transports, longer storage ability, and it will be very difficult to bring these goals together with a very high quality. Of course, it's sometimes possible, but in general, it's very difficult. It's perhaps even a contrary. If you think about very good eating strawberries and strawberries, which will be picked for a, for a, for a, for a, for a voyage of, uh, for a trip of uh, two weeks to the consumers and then one week more in the fridge of the consumer. So that's not the same. That's all as a different product. So I think the worlds of the pro professional garden strawberry and of the home garden strawberry will, will divide even more. In the home garden strawberry, I think that uh, the pink blooming ones, red blooming ones, ornamental blooming ones, you could also have white blooming ones, which very, are very nice, will, be, will, be, uh, will become more important because if you have strawberries in your garden, uh, you would like them good eating, but also nice to look at, if, if possible. The question for me is uh, the, the, the place of the one-time tune-bearing varieties, because I can imagine that's still important for some gardeners who really want strawberries in season, in the June season, in the strawberry season, and want to work to cook with them. That's only possible. So that's the reason I think we will, one time for the moment, we have stopped a little bit, but one time we will uh, redo breeding for tune-bearing varieties, not... Uh, that they will most of the varieties, but uh, they are interesting to have a concentrated crop at one time at the best possible quality, eating quality. So it will be a perfume type, which not only has the aroma, but also the perfume in the nose. And I think there is also potential. So ornamental and very good. Okay, thank you. And last question, what is your personal favorite variety, strawberry variety? Yeah, of course, eternal love, because, because at least in strawberries, it exists. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus, for your open words uh, to, uh, to the strawberries. And now we are at, at the end of uh, this episode. I hope you like it. If you have uh, questions or comments, you can mail me directly to frederik.follat at lubereedibles.com. And please watch also our next episode. Thanks for hearing Gardens Radio by Lubero Edibles. You find us on every platform for podcasts, Spotify, Apple, and of course, on our website, www.luberoedibles.com. Go on gardening.